Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 11, and it's me, Nick Cole, and Single Light Medusa, here to party for the week that is already starting off to be seemingly crazier than any other week so far. Like, did the crazy yeah. just suddenly ratchet up? It feels like it today, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we were going to talk about a crazy article from the New York Times that Dan Bongino turned us on to about masks but what else was it there's there's been a lot of vaccine pressure suddenly today yeah noticed. like suddenly the vaccine pressure just got like all out of hand you have um uh well first off someone in my feed robert kathy saw ricky schroeder and thought of me because ricky schroeder was fighting at costco <laughs> and because i'm gorgeous <laughs> um but, like, you know it's, like, peak push when the lizard, the Saurian lizard monarch uplifted queen of all time slithers out of her tomb, Hillary Clinton, and tweets. And you can hear it in her, that hectoring voice that she has that no one has ever found pleasing in their entire lives. And her tweet is, it's pretty simple. Get vaccinated. Get your life back. Like, is that, like, okay, first off, that was the tweet I think that bothered me the most today because what I really wanted to say is like, what skin do you have in this game? You are not an elected official. You were the first lady. I mean, for all Michelle Obama's problems, you know, she seems to enjoy travel and having fun and being on Oprah and having friends and being a human being, you know, squat pressing 900 pounds more than her <laughs> husband could ever press, you know, like women do. Um, but Hillary Clinton is still in this game and you want to say like, what is your investiture in, in, in investiture investment? <laughs> sure. What is your investment in, 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 in this vaccine? What did like, see, here's the big point. This was a big thing that I came to me. So Joe Biden came out and said the same thing. So today's message day is y'all better get the vaccine or you're in big trouble because, and Joe Biden actually said that he said, you better get the vaccine or you're going to be in big trouble. Like literally we've reached that phase in the messaging. But here's the thing that's bothering me because AOC has said she's going to wear a mask for the rest of her life. That little twerp David Hogg has said it. They've all said, you know, they don't, they don't, they want to continue to virtue signal, but like, okay, let's stop for a second and let's all admit what we all admit, 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 mate. Let me have a cup of this delicious Starbucks coffee we're having this afternoon. They hate our guts and we hate them. Correct? Like no one's disputing that, right? Sure. But uh, it's being egged on on purpose. Right. Like, but let's just, let's just start right there. Like yeah. you hate them. You hate them more than anybody I know. Yeah. But I would like to not hate them. You know, like right. I'd like it to go back yeah. where we just well, that's not gonna have happen. different opinions. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you, you are going to hate them. Like, like you would be dying of cancer like in 10 years and I'd be like, Nicole, is there anything I can get to ease your, your pain and suffering? And you would be all kill more Democrats. <laughs> it's just that I don't think it's organic. I think it and is. Make sure my makeup is good. It's being pushed and that bothers I me. I know you're missing know. my joke. <laughs> you're doing the Asperger's thing true. where you just steamroll over the good improv. <laughs> we get there to get there to, to get. To... Yes, I know. But. They hate us and we hate them. We just have to admit that. We have to be honest about that. Okay? Mm -hmm. So let's just accept that premise. If you hate us so much, 
why do you want us to get the vaccine that saves our lives? Ooh, good point. That's a very good point. Isn't like if you if I, I if I hated my enemies, I do not want them to go on living. I want them to be dead. Yeah. So why do you want us to have something that supposedly saves our lives? The answer is because it doesn't save your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The answer is because it's bad for you. The answer is because it's a mind control thing or, a, you know, whatever, whatever weird conspiracy theory is. And I heard a really doozy one today from you, but you oh, know, it's no, a, I didn't hear that. Well, that you did. Just no. Yeah. Uh, you did the escape from New York. one though. Wild. You did escape from New York. You put the virus inside the person and said, do what we say or we turn or we or we kill you with the virus. That was a good one. That's that's like standard, that's a good movie script. And I'm not saying it's any of those things, but I am just saying it kind of opens up the possibility of those things. If you you realize like the sneering, snarling hatred. And I had an incident this weekend in Susie Cakes in which I went in to get my sugar cookie and they said, uh, I said, how long are we going to do the mask for? We're free now. And the kid in there said, um, we're going to do it until we can verify that you've been vaccinated. And I said, hold on full stop. And as we were doing this transaction, they made the mistake of giving me my cupcake or my sugar. My, I was a cupcake. And so then I took off my mask and they recoiled in horror. I was, I didn't even wear a mask. I wear a cool bandana from Ralph Lauren. So I don't think I'm some twerp, but, um, they recoiled in horror. The kids stood back, stood back six seconds and six like feet. six feet. And then like revenant vampires or zombies, they literally began to scream at me to get out of the store. But I had my cupcake. I had paid my bill and I owned the ground I was standing on. I didn't have to go anywhere. So I just said, no, wait a minute. Let's delve into that. You don't trust me enough to get a sugar cookie. I need a vaccine. Show me your papers. Checkpoint Charlie thing you guys are setting up. And the kid said, well, you're putting words in my mouth. And I said, no, no, no. That's what you actually said. And let's talk about that. Meanwhile, Fatty McFat Karen comes over to yell at me and scream at me to get out of the store. I mean, she's hissing and heaving with rage that I, a white male, would dare disobey her. She goes, you have to leave the store right now. And I go, I don't have to do anything. I'm standing right here. We're going to finish this conversation. And that, I'm not kidding, that drove them absolutely apoplectic. And if you maintain a sense of calm and you realize you're just playing with people and having fun, the burden is now on them. I'm not kidding. They lost it. They absolutely lost it, including like they, they said, look, the one guy turns around and he goes, call security. I'm in like a bakery. Like, does a bakery have security? Is there some guard in back? <laughs> it's a strip mall. There's no security. There's there's nothing here. It's in Newport Beach. There's no security. So I go, go ahead and call security. I'd love to talk to them. And that drove them nuts because they've tried this before. But I was wondering if it's the sugar that they have that they eat there constantly because they're all kind of doughy and fat. Like, is that making them more aggressive and violent? Or is it the sort of politics of the mask? Is it being on the left? Is it dehumanizing any? Because like both Nicole and I have noticed, what's the behavior when you go into the store? Oh, they're always hostile. Yeah. Even when you kind of pretend to comply, like usually Nick goes and gets that and I get our coffee in the same little strip mall. But once in a while, I've been the one to Susie Cakes. And even when I did the mask thing and they don't know who I am doing everything right, 
they're really rude still. They're just yeah. hostile. They're and just insane. So is that the sugar or is it the politics? But I think it is the politics. And what I think that we are seeing and like it today really feels like that. Today feels like the veneer has come off. We are heading towards a very hostile, violent, aggressive out. And it makes me wonder if Joe and Hillary and everybody messaging on this point of get the vaccine or else, despite Eric Clapton coming out and saying, I got the vaccine and I lost feeling my hands and I thought I was never going to play the guitar again. Despite Chelsea Handler, chief like Medusa shrew Harridan of... Um. I feel offended by that. As, as a Medusa. Medusa. I'm sorry. Like Chief Harpy. She's a Harpy. Medusas are hot. I just wrote a cool Medusa scene. She's got big coconuts. Okay. So Medusa's good. He Talker even says I'd hit that. So, but she's a Harpy. But she gets the vaccine and she's like, I feel really awful. Isn't it? And she's almost like, you can tell she's worried and she's lost hearing in her ear. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the thing that drove me nuts about the vaccine. It's not, and I have had a lot of vaccines being in the military, being a person who gets a flu shot every year. I've had them. I'm not afraid of them. What I did not like was that there was zero discussion offered about it. There was like, there's like, as the Hillary Clinton tweet says, get it or else. Like there's no option. You just have the option to do it their way. There's no discussion. You get banned on YouTube. You get demonetized. If you even question it a little bit, yeah, here are people legitimately coming out and having stories. Everybody I know who's gotten the second shot almost verbatim feels awful. I have observed in my own personal life of people getting the shot and not being their best. I've heard some other stories. There are at least at the minimum concerns here. Yeah. And of course, as you keep bringing up, where is that nurse? The Where's Tiffany Dover? Tiffany Dover? Where's so, yeah. Tiffany Dover? The chick who passed out that suddenly misses, disappeared from the internet. You can look up all kinds of propaganda on both sides of it, but all that needs to happen is Tiffany just needs to show up and make a video and no, not her friend Amber dressed as Tiffany. Mm-hmm. So there are some crazy things afoot. Uh, I think that I wonder sometimes if the left isn't kind of pushing us to react violently and then say see there and blah 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 and i've heard some other things about stuff that's going on but i think you know like you know and this is this is you know the control alt revolt podcast this is not mass chat and everything like that but what it is is every day nicole and i pretty much just kind of rolling through things and you know talking about it and what's on my mind sometimes like writing's on my mind like i woke up this morning jumped into forgotten ruin i'm having a good time there um but then you're kind of confronted with, you know, the first hundred days of Joe Biden's, you know, getting America back on track and you've got gas problems and you've got homeless problems and you've got war problems and you've got inflation problems, you know, and it all goes back to that sort of thing. Like, remember that article from time when they bragged about stealing the election and you're like, all you did was steal the election so that we could have high gas prices, war and violence in our streets that that completely sucks. And, you know, you flip over to the TV and you see that there's Rachel Maddow basically saying, um, I'm having trouble viewing people who don't have masks on as not dangerous. And and you're like, yeah, that's because you told the lie, the propaganda of the lie of the virus and the pandemic. And, you know, like we could sit down, Nicole, and I could give you this whole show on 
why, like what our reasons are for not really thinking that the coronavirus is as serious as it was, or why, what, why we're not choosing to mask up. But we, we did our own research. We did our own due diligence. We came to our own conclusion. We just didn't decide we want to be, you know, jerks no. about it. And it's like, because we did our own personal risk assessment for who we are and what our health level is, what our age is, you know, what we felt our own personal risk was. And, you know, everyone's yeah. different and we're definitely not putting down that yeah. some people might be in a different position or have a different opinion. So, yeah. but, um, that that's not allowed is really weird. That's you know? that that's not allowed is the part that irritates me. But then when, you know, you put all that together with the final thought, I was talking with a friend of mine who's a very red pilled screenwriter hidden in Hollywood. And he was telling me, we were talking about all this and he's like in LA, it's absolutely violent and rabid and crazy. And I said, isn't it kind of weird that they're trying to save our lives, but they hate our guts. <laughs> and it's like, maybe they're not trying to save your lives. Maybe they're trying sense. to do something. And I think what we should do like a podcast this week would be fun to do. I don't know if you guys would be interested in it and you guys could chime in. Maybe we could start a thread and we could just talk about all of it. But like, let's really game out. Like, what if they are trying to do something nefarious with the virus? Let's really game out what they what we think that, you know, is it the big reset? Is it a big die off? Is it mind control? Like whatever? I think it's it, I don't think it's as crazy as mind control. But I do think it's if you look at their agendas with the Great Reset and their uh, agendas with climate change and their agendas with world population, I think that you would actually see some very reasonable arguments mm -hmm. for what it is. OK, so masks and fear. And some of you were so nice this weekend. Two of you, I think, wrote in and said, I could listen to Single White Medusa read that one person said the telephone book and the other person equated them to the greats of audiobook narrating and said that she could read a popsicle box. That is so nice. And, and actually we did have a request for Medusa Mondays. So here we are and it's Monday. Thank you for that request. And it's going to be, a, uh, it's going to be a Medusa Monday re reading of fear porn. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. So we have this article from the New York Times. This is, we think this is pretty crazy pants. Um, and it says, this is a real article, New York Times. Whenever Joe Glickman heads out for groceries, he places an N95 mask over his face and tugs a cloth mask on top of it. He then pulls on a pair of goggles. He has used this safety protocol for the past 14 months. It did not change after he contracted the coronavirus last November. It didn't budge when earlier this month he became fully vaccinated. And even though President Biden said on Thursday that fully vaccinated people do not have to wear a mask, Mr. Glickman said he planned to stay the course. In fact, he said he plans to do his grocery run double masked and goggled for at least the next five years. And then it says, they're vaccinated and keeping their masks on maybe forever. Medusa Mondays, everybody. She will read the craziest thing that she can find on the internet with that sultry, seductive, turn you to stone gaze. Now, okay, so let's break that down. This dumb bastard literally is going to wear masked up, not just an N95, but a cloth mask and goggles for the next five years, despite being vaccinated. Oh, I thought we had such faith in the vaccine. And despite actually being actually vaccinated by having had the virus. Two takeaways. 
never has a life been less lived than by Joel Glickman. Joe, I think. Joe Glickman. Joe Glickman. Joe Glickman, you get the award for never has a life been less lived. And I'm betting there's some blow up dolls in that guy's, <laughs> that guy's, that guy's closet or, you know, maybe some dead hookers, but like, that's, you know, that's, that's why you don't do fear. You never, ever give in to fear. I've given in to fear a few times in my life and I've seen the long-term effects. So I, I make it a point never to give in to fear because you just don't want that to have a hold of you. But a year of mindless fear mongering on the part of the left like it's made the people at Susie cakes into rabid wolves screaming at me because I don't, because I disagree. And it's made this poor dumb bastard spend the next five years of his life inhaling his own carbon monoxide, creating his own. And we believe like if you get some virus on your mask, the, that increases the viral load as you're constantly breathing it in instead of like, Hey, maybe you breathe it a little in the sunlight kills it. You get some fresh oxygen. Great. But if it gets on your mask and you just continue to breathe it and breathe it in, you're actually increasing your viral load. So here's this guy who has been actually following these protocols has actually gotten sick and still because of the fear mongering, because of people like Rachel Maddow, that little boy on MSNBC and he, she potato man on CNN and most punchable face, Jake Tapper on CNN mm -hmm. and Anderson. Don't even get me started on Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper, you know, like, like, and, and, and this is not reserved for the left. There are a lot of people on the right who, who've gone down this trail or like people I even respect who are like, Hey, I'm getting the vaccine because I want to play. And I'm like, well, now that I've been told that I have to get it, I'm not playing. Yeah. But, it is this mindless fear without doing your own due diligence, taking your own risk assessment, doing your own problems like that, that you can see this kind of life. Now, granted, Joe Glickman probably never had any kind of life before the pandemic. This is not a guy who was like this. This this guy was not like most likely to be in Poison the Band in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there's just two there's two types of people. And Joe, it would be interesting to look at his life, you know, like what is his belief system? You know, what, how does he live? But you, you're probably looking at somebody who lives vicariously through media and things like that to, to reach this point um, where he's now going to become a prisoner for five years. And that actually, at the end, is truly sad. I think we are now entering a violent phase. I think that our government is against us. I think that they are destroying lives on all sides. It doesn't matter to them. I think that there is some end game, end game where them and their friends end up in total control and everything is great. I think that they see a form of gilded cage at the best, at the best gilded cage slavery for us, mm -hmm. but at the worst, pretty awful. And the, and that's probably the most likely. Um, we got to do something. I don't know what we're going to do, but maybe on this podcast, we'll talk about it. We'll game those scenarios, but I know that I'm doing a new thing on Twitter. And if you're on Twitter, maybe you can play this game, but whenever I see a promoted ad, I just block it. And I have that little hashtag going called, um, promoted blockade. And what my intention is, is if, if it like what they did with the masks is they made private corporations enforce it like Susie Cakes, like Whole Foods, like Ricky Schroeder at Costco. Um, but it's not a law or anything like that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to block the ad spend and screw with the algorithm so that companies that are actually spending money on ads are actually getting screwed because I'm blocking them. Yeah, just me doing it. Who cares? 
but it will actually hurt big tech. And hopefully it will cause big corporations to say, listen, you've got to stop doing censorship um, because we need these ads to work. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with ads. I don't mind. Like, I'm not like Nicole. Nicole, like, absolutely hates ads. But I, I don't, understand they have to have them. I yeah. Just don't like I don't mind ads. I like finding out about products, but I don't want to find out about any more products if the sites that I'm going to be on for social media are going to be censored. So when you're on Twitter, you'll see like usually the slicker tweets or there'll be some, some photos or maybe in a video and all, and you look down and it'll say promoted and you just ha- you just right click it, the little three dots up there and it'll come up with a menu and you look on there and it'll say block and you block it. And I have been doing it a lot. And it's funny now I'm getting like all these bottom feeding companies that have low ad spend. So in my own way, I'm causing disruption. So if the worst thing that happens is corporations actually convince social media reverse pressure like they did to us to wear masks, then that's a win. If social media fails because they can't get anybody to advertise on their platforms because we're all doing this that this to them, then that's also a win to me, wouldn't you say? That's definitely a win. I hope that happens. Can you do that on Facebook? As you well? can do it on Facebook. You've got it. You you don't just block companies. You wait till they do an ad and then you block the ad because that gives them the metrics to say they're actually blocking this ad. They're actually blocking this company. You can do it on YouTube. You know, there's a dozen ways to basically voice your displeasure. And if you're willing to just like do three companies a day, if we all start doing this, that that will cause disruption that will financially hurt them. So, and that's, that's, I'm, I'm all about hurting enemies lately. And that's kind of what we're all going to have to wrap our minds around is that I'm not talking about violent aggression or anything like that yet, but I am saying in any way, shape or form, like I was in the Susie cakes yesterday, once one of the greatest things that you do is once you've done your business with them, they are your prisoners. You can slow walk yourself out the front door of Costco without your mask on and let the Karens yell. You can stand there and ask questions and let the revenant werewolves seethe because you're not masking up by them. But the main thing is to make their life awful and miserable as much as you can and to teach them not to be tyrants. But I think you also decided uh, to, you know, like you can vote with your pocketbook as well. And I think you've now yeah. decided, okay, we're not going to Susie Cakes anymore. the other day for a donut, no mask. It was great. We did the trial run at our Trader Joe's and at least so Nuts far, the time we went in, yeah. uh, no one gave us anybody who does no mask. Hassle. I will give you my business. I will cross the street to give you my business. But if you're going to play tyranny games and like the kid at Susie Cakes said, um, until we, you know, until we can we can verify that like, like they don't trust me to say that I haven't been vaccinated. They don't trust you that we're now going to be showing our papers. I'm not living in America. where We're going to show papers. Mm -hmm. If you make me start showing papers in America, I'm going to get together with all the people that think like me, I'm going to burn shit down plain and simple. Got real. That's the podcast.